and welcome one and all to another episode of the Last Ones In Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about a movie we watched uh, because uh, me and E had just seen Scream 6 and I was like, you know what would go great with having just seen Scream 6? The first scary movie by the Waynes Brothers. By the way, not only have I just seen Scream 6, I just saw Scream 5 not too long ago. Like two nights before that. Two nights before Scream 6. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we watched Scary Movie 1. Um, <laughs> uh, man, it's a... Uh, Which I guess this is technically also one of those, like, a movie that E's only seen the sequels to. Yeah, Yeah. that that counts as this as well, (laughs) because I had previously shown E Scary Movie 3, because that's the one that I think is actually good in all the scary movies. Spoilers Uh, for your opinion. Oh, right. Uh, That one I think is good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, that that counts as the one that E's only seen a sequel thing. So, fixed. You know, justification for filming this episode or recording? This episode, I film you guys. We just don't put it on the internet. Oh no! <laughs> uh so yeah, he had never seen it. Robbie, how it's how long has it been since you've seen it? It's been a while. Uh, I think it was still on VHS the last time that I watched this movie. Yeah, so oh four. Been been a while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been. I don't even know how long since I've seen the first one. I tried watching the second one a few months ago. And I couldn't. Uh, I, I just a, have vague memories uh, of the second one, and I had I had to stop watching it. It was so bad. I had to stop watching it. You know what I learned? <laughs> What's that? D told me that's his favorite. Really? I'm gonna chalk it up to you. Probably hasn't seen any of him in a while. Yeah, there yeah. might have been some things changing his opinion on. He may have ingested something in one way or another to make that a better movie. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Are you insinuating that mayhaps my brother uses legal substances? I would never. Because the state we're in, it's not illegal. Yeah, he did say legal, not illegal. Oh. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. This movie is rated R for drug use, crude sexual material, language, and violence. It is one hour and 28 minutes long. And here's the one fun fact that I just saw when I was looking at the dumb stuff with this. It made $278 million in the box office. Yeah, I can believe it. What does Scream make? That's a great question. You know what? I'm going to look that up real quick. And while Dry looks that up really quick, I'll go ahead and I'll just say that if for some reason you decided you want to watch this beforehand or like you want to get a refresher or you've never heard or seen of it before and you want to watch it, uh, the easiest place to do that would be on HBO Max. Uh, apparently, if you have premium subscriptions, hint, hint, uh, for Hulu, <laughs> YouTube TV, or Amazon Prime, then you can watch it that way. Or the usual suspects of YouTube, Google Play, Redbox, and Vudu for three ninety nine. But also, I guess if you have HBO for like your part of your cable program too, it also has that. Like it, there's dates on it that you can find online. Check your service providers. Scream made one hundred and three million. So this is more popular than Scream, then. Yeah, let me let me check on the same website. Let me check to make sure that these numbers are accurate. He just goes back. Actually, it was twenty-seven point three million. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me going into. Yep, yeah, made uh made more. Yep, <laughs> I see. So, you know, there's that. Oh, okay, here we go. 
Uh, domestic made 103. Oh. World my worldwide still less 173 million. <laughs> I see. <laughs> still less. Man, that hurts. So more people have seen the thing making fun of the movie than the actual movie. Probably insane. I well. I guess a little fun fact with me, uh, I actually watched Vampire Sucks before I watched any of the Twilight movies. You don't have to, like... You don't have to, but, like, I remember watching uh, Vampire Sucks and going, like, man, the acting is awful in this. And then the first time that I watched the Twilight movies, I realized, oh, they're not bad actors. They're just really good because they're making fun of how Twilight is actually I acted. think you're giving mm. Vampire Sucks yeah. a little too much credit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you are, Robbie. I'm not saying the movie's good. I'm saying the actors did a good job portraying them. Or Robbie... And here's the crazy thing. What if they just knew they could get bad actors because it didn't matter? Nah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Dry, this is parody. It is it is the highest form of flattery artwork. Uh-huh, you need uh-huh. to have the best actors playing in the parodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. As is known in the, the zeitgeist of parody movies. Yep, yep. Oh, man. Which, you know, it's crazily ended about six years after this movie came out, huh? <laughs> It's crazy how that works, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's almost like the market got flooded with parody movies and it got super oversaturated. <laughs> it's almost exactly like that. Uh, I'm going to read the description of this before we get to uh, some uh, quick opinions. I'm going to read the one right off of Google because I do not own this movie. So here we go. Defying the very notion of good taste. Scary movie out parodies the pop culture parodies with a no-holds-barred assault on the most popular images and talked-about moments from recent films, television, and commercials. The film boldly fires barbs at the classic scenes from Scream, The Sixth Sense, The Matrix, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and The Blair Witch Project, then goes on to mock a whole myriad of teen movie cliches, no matter the genre. What part was Blair Witch? Oh, when she's in the parking lot and she's running from the camera and snot's coming out. Oh. That's, that was making fun of Blair yeah. Witch. Mainly because, like, in the Blair Witch Project, there's a scene where she has, like, a camera super close to her face, and she's crying about how she wants to go home, and you can tell it's real tears because, like, it, she, on top of crying, like, there's a bunch of snot coming off out of her nose, and so they're just making fun of that. By I see. Also, in Blair Witch, this... it was, like, actually, like, she was actually crying. She actually wanted to go home. Yeah. We'll talk. I think we've talked about Blair Witch. We're never going to watch that because it's fucking garbage. Uh, this is a perfect time. This uh, we Yeah, can, this is a perfect time to talk about all the... a little while longer. Yeah. <laughs> to talk about all the teen horror movies from the 90s and early 2000s that we're never going to bring to the podcast anyways. Yeah, so Blair Witch was uh, cool and awful. It was super low budget. Super, yeah, super, yeah, super yeah. stupid low budget. The directors put the three main characters out in the woods with the cameras, and then they're like, uh, just be uh, acting. Be your characters. And here's like a rough idea of what you're going to do for the day, and then we're going to fuck with you, or maybe we're not going to fuck with you. Uh, who knows what's going on out here, you know? And so they would leave them alone all day. They would be far away so that they wouldn't notice that the directors were nearby at all. And they would just let them do their thing. And so they scared the shit out of him one night. And she was running away with the camera. And she actually was like crying. And they're like, I want to go home. I want to go home. So it's a whole thing. And they used it. Yeah. Yeah, they used it. They used man. a lot of. They used everything. Of, like. There's very few scenes where you can tell that they're just actually acting, and it, it most it's like towards the beginning of the movie. Towards the end of it, they're just done with the entire project because it was basically how long was it? Like eight or ten days out in the forest, wherever. Like he was eight. They, yeah, I was gonna say eight days out in the forest where the directors would just like fuck with them in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't let them sleep. Just completely fucked with them. I think one day they took away their water. It was like <laughs> a whole fucking thing. Man. Yeah. What a shitty person. Yeah, that movie made a lot of money. It was two directors. Made a lot of money. What a shitty people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, scary movie. E, you're the one who hasn't seen it, so we're going to start with you. What are your initial thoughts on Scary Movie 1? So, it's like someone saw Scream and said, this movie is just too subtle with how it parodies the genre, you know? just It's so subtle, you just can't tell whatsoever how it's a parody and a satire of what the genre is. <laughs> and then also they're like, you know... If you just parody one thing, you're just you're just casting your net too shallow, you know? What if we just parodied everything we could and didn't think any rhyme or reason of how they would connect or how it could structure a plot or if tonally it would make any sense or if it was in bad taste or if it just was stupid? Um yeah, so uh I think they saw that and they decided that uh subtly is for bitches. <laughs> yeah okay um, so as for my actual opinion on the movie <laughs> I think it's fucking garbage <laughs> That's I fair. think this is genuinely one of my least favorite movies I have ever watched nice. of all time it, pro- it might dethrone Rampage as the one I get mad about <laughs> which I always thought was weird because Rampage is just like such a nothing movie that's exactly why I was so mad about it <laughs> It just, it it has some good jokes every now and then. I think visual humor, it's pretty good at. Yeah. Which, like, if you're bad at visual humor, you're doing something wrong, quite frankly. Sure, sure. It's just such, like, it's like an SNL sketch that they just stretched to be a whole movie. Yeah. And, like, yeah. didn't actually try to improve it past being an SNL sketch. So I think kind of one little fun fact about this is the Wayne brothers were actually the people who did In Living Color back in the 90s, which I think the biggest actor to come out of that was probably Jim Carrey. Um, but that's what they were known for was In Living Color, which is basically black SNL uh, up until they came out with the scary movie series. It literally was black SNL. That's mm-hmm. kind of how they marketed it. <laughs> yeah. So this is basically them taking their humor from In Living Color to a movie set, which ended up being the first scary movie. Yeah. Um. Man, which they get, I guess they were known for the Wayne Brothers show too, but that was less popular than in Living Color. It was, it was. Uh, hearing your thoughts on like how, like it nonsensically goes from one thing to another in this one, like this one's written pretty well compared to the second one. <laughs> <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to give any ounce of credit other than saying it has some good visual uh, visual humor, the first twenty minutes are all right. Like, I think that's when it actually is trying, I would say, instead of just, uh, what else can we just throw? What else can we just, what, who, anyone got some shit around here to throw at the wall? And, like, no, they're all fucking constipated half the time. <laughs> and, yeah. I hate to say that's actually a joke in the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where it's like, if you're just like watching something with your friends and making these jokes, it's fine. But that doesn't make it enough substance to do something like a movie. If this was like a YouTube series they did parodying Scream, <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit. But like, this is a fucking movie with whatever. I don't. This one probably didn't have as big a budget as all the others, I assume. I don't know what the budget would be. I think they had a pretty small budget. Yeah. Uh Robbie can look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. But like 
Yeah, most of the jokes I think are either tired or just not good. I think it's it's really just like the base thing of like the joke you make with your friend while you watch a movie. Or like again, that's fine when you're just making jokes with friends, but like you have to sell that if you're trying to make a movie. You can't just like do the bare minimum. You talk about low-hanging fruit. These people are digging up the roots of the goddamn apple tree. It's just, it's so, there's just nothing. There's no substance. It's just random joke after random joke. Not in, like, the way of, like, a good structured comedy even, though. Like, we watch comedies on this a lot. And, like, some of them are just, bam, joke, 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 joke. But, like, they have something they're going for. Yes. This movie just, this movie could even settle on being a parody of one movie. They just kept throwing more and more in and it just muddies any semblance of anything. This movie's also super sexual, which you obviously know is not going to be interesting to me to put it the lightest. It is extremely yeah. sexual. I, I will say about halfway through this movie, I kept on hearing E breathing heavily of just like frustration and anger. Listen, lot, like, it really is. Cause it's just, it's so nothing. And like, it being so nothing almost makes me understand why so many people watch it because it's just the base joke. So people watch it and they're like, ah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And like, that's just as far as it ever really goes. <laughs> yeah. And- One thing I will say uh, to play devil's advocate here no, is most parody movies do parody multiple different kinds of movies. Yeah. But they keep it within the genre. I think that's something. Because like, you can argue, yeah, they're all, like, horror movies, but they're not, like, ones that fit together, I would say. I think there's a reason one is just the backstory, and a lot are just, here's a reference to that horror movie for a specific scene, and then we're done. I think the two that fit together actually really well are, the that scream is, like, the big thing that envelops all of it. And I think the, I know what you do that summer thing fits pretty well into it. I think that works, but, like, I think it only works because it's just, this was the backstory. Right, which is also what they do, and I know what you did last summer. Sure. <laughs> um, Some of the stuff, like, fits in fine, like, Halloween fits in fine because it's already a school setting. Some of the Halloween jokes fit in fine. Um, The fucking Sixth Sense thing did not fit in great at all. No, they no. shoehorned that in as hard as they possibly could. Yeah. That's like, which again, that's the types of reference humor that just pisses me off the most. Because it's just, hey, he he said the line from from Sixth Sense, you guys. Yeah. Which the funny thing about that is, I think that they did that scene strictly for the trailers of this movie, because that was one that was like very heavily put into like every single trailer of they Scary were, Movie One. They were fucking proud of that line. They fucking have that. In oh, they the were super image proud of, of that. the fucking HBO thing with him holding a shirt that has the line. Yeah. And it's not their line. <laughs> it's not their line. But boy, oh boy, were they happy that they were able to get it into that movie. Yeah. It's just so much. It's also just a really by-the-number stoner comedy half the time. Yeah. And I'm not huge on stoner comedies. I think they can be done good. Uh, we watched the Cheech and Chong one. I think that one was fine. It was fine, yeah. 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 I mean, Seth, I think that Cheech and Chong basically pioneered stoner comedy. I don't think I've seen a stoner comedy better than what they've put out. Yeah, it's a bunch of people trying to do what they did and not doing it as well. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. 
And also, I do have the budget numbers if you want to know. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. what was their budget? So this is probably going to piss you off the most. Uh, the, the original Scream movie had a budget of $15 million, which this heavily makes fun of. I Know What You Did Last Summer had a budget of $17 million, which this also makes fun of heavily. The first scary movie, which was the lowest budget scary movie that they had, uh, was $19 million. So it cost more to make this movie than it did to make the two movies that it's parodying And the they most. made it look cheaper. Yes, yeah. they did. Yes, they did. That's almost impressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, all of this skirting around what is probably easily going to be the biggest thing that makes me hate it. It's just the fucking homophobia and transphobia. And I, I fucking know that every movie at this time was homophobic and transphobic. This movie, that is really half the jokes a lot of the time. There's an entire character who their joke is like... Get it? It's funny because he's gay. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's just so... A terrible taste. Just all of it really bad. The the transphobia stuff really pisses me off, especially because of the few lines they give the character, just promoting more of the terrible stereotypes people give trans people. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's that was the like one scene that I remember very much so. And even like back in the day being like, this is like uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like having my little child mind being like, this is like uncomfortable and weird. And then like as an adult, just knowing like I remember nope, this is thing. worse. Yeah, this is worse than I remember. It's just it's bad. Yeah. So yeah. I I fucking hate this movie. I don't know if there's nothing really to say otherwise. It's weird, like, hating a comedy so much, but it's just such a... It, it really is, like, all the terrible things about 2000s movies mm-hmm. all rolled up into one. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And all the terrible things about a lot of low-effort parody movies also rolled up into one. There's, It's the worst of a lot of different things that are annoying. <laughs> I think the thing that would really shock you, E, is that this feels pretty high effort for parody movies. Like this, hey. this like is shot decently for most parody movies, especially the ones that came after Scary Movie Two. Um, it like looks like it's a movie for the most part. <laughs> there are a lot of these parody movies that look like they were done in Windows Movie Maker, right? But yeah. most of those came after this, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's whatever- what I mean. Like they had all the predecessors, and then this came out, and all those basically wanted to be this is, yeah. and mm-hmm. because of that. This is already pretty low effort compared to before it, and those aren't even trying to be this fully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one that actually popped up because it was a movie that was pretty much exactly trying to be this movie was Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. That movie's fucking garbage. It is. It's super garbage. It was done on a budget of like $5 million, but that popped up whenever I looked up the budget of Scary Movie. Yeah. And yeah, that one actually does look like it was done in Windows Movie Maker, and the sounds sound like they were just like, base stock a- assets are like yeah this will be fine and a thing and like just done on a nothing burger budget yeah 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 it's terrible i've seen short movies made by high schoolers that are better than this <laughs> okay oh robbie your yeah. initial thoughts <laughs> so once it had been a while since i've seen this movie this is a movie i did like whenever i was you know, younger because this movie came out whenever we were still kids. Sure. Uh, and I think in a weird way, probably got me started on my dark sense of humor. But 
it didn't age very well. This movie is very much in a time capsule. Like that's my initial thoughts of this is it's very time capsule. It most of the stuff that happens in this movie just does not hold up today, either humor wise or the fact that it's just being offensive for the sake of being offensive. Um, which, you know, offensive jokes are fine as long as there's like actually a point to them or that they're at least somewhat funny. And like most of these have aged like milk is my big problem with it. Like it still has some funny things here and there. Like I think one thing that I never noticed as a kid that I think was pretty funny last time we watched it was a lot of the humor just kind of hidden in the background. Some of that stuff is still funny. Uh, some stuff still lands. A lot of it doesn't though. Like this is very much in a time capsule of like, I think the further we go away from the year 2000, the less funny this movie is going to be. Absolutely. Because like a lot of what they're referencing and a lot of what was funny back then was because it was making fun of something that happened late 90s, early 2000s, and it just doesn't hold up quite as well. And I feel because it is in that time capsule, just it, the further we go along, the less it's going to hold up. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with you there. The thing that I would say that is like shows the difference between a good parody and a bad parody for me, because I think there are some really good, hilarious bits in this movie. I don't think it is without comedy at all. I think they're few and far between. Right. Um, but the thing that I would say about good parody is like, or even good offensive humor, because I I am a fan of offensive humor. I love offensive stand-up comedians. It's like, it's a thing that I enjoy. I know it's not for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Um, there is a difference between an offensive joke that knows it's offensive and it's fucked up and it's wrong and that's why it's funny. Um... And then there is an offensive joke that's, like, super offensive, and it's like, but that's how it is, right? Yeah. Everybody agrees. That's the way that this is. Uh, and I think that scary movie more so falls into, like, here's an offensive thing, but it's true, is, like, you get that kind of, like, feeling of, like, the directors and the writers trying to say that to you. Like, I think that uh, one of the Waynes brothers, I forget his name, but the one who plays... Uh, Bud or whatever. Ray. Ray. Yeah, Ray. Um, Let me look up the cast really quick. Yeah, the Wayne brother that plays Way, uh, Ray. Um, uh, Sean Waynes. Sean Waynes. There are uh, every scene with him. Every, almost every line is a gay joke. Yeah. And there are some of them in there that are like very, very funny. And at the end, I think could have saved some of those jokes if by the end it's like, yeah, like he's gay. He's, of course he's gay. Everybody knows that. It's fine. And, like, if it was just, like, that's cool, he's gay, everybody knows he's gay, like, and it's in on the joke of, like, he doesn't know that everybody knows he's gay. I think it could have saved a few of those jokes, because there's a couple of in them, a couple of those jokes in there that are funny. I think the very first time you see him, I think that is a hilarious joke, actually. Like, I he's like, hey, good does this shirt make me gay? Or does this shirt make me look gay? And it's just, like, a pink tank top. And he's like, no, it's no, yellow, actually. Oh, it's yellow, yeah. And he's like, no, no, you're fine. And then he, like, ties it up and to, like, make it, like, a, like, bra kind of thing. He's like, how about now? He's like, no, no, you're fine. He's like, that is, that's funny. That's hilarious. But, like, the fact of that, the more it goes on about it, the more you feel like, oh, they're just, like, being gay is just funny because it's bad. Right. And that's what ruins that. Like, No, I agree. Like, the thing is, if that introduction was just, the introduction to a gay character, that'd be a very good setup. Yeah, yeah. It's a great subversion of expectations and leads into that. That's not the joke, though. Right. It's just, ha-ha, he is gay. Yes, yes, thank you. That's you. You said it more succinctly than I did. Um, and, like, you look back on 
some of the classic parodies that are still beloved to this day, like Airplane, Blazing Saddles, they are offensive and they have a ton of dark humor in them. But all of the stuff that's dark or offensive is in there because it's like, this is offensive because this character is a fucking idiot. He doesn't know this is fucked up. We all know it's fucked up. That's why we're all laughing. Whereas it's like you're in on the fact that he's an idiot and Scary Movie is just like, huh, look at look at that guy. Gay, right guys? High five. Like that's that's the difference. Um It just doesn't it doesn't do the dark comedy well. Right. No. Better it does it well once or twice and then it just overstays its welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um like there are some characters in here. Uh by but by the way, I guess my opinion my opinion is like this is like ninety percent a bad movie and ten yeah. percent some pretty good jokes. Uh, I feel like I had the shortest like general thoughts opinion so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, I forgot what we were doing. Just start going into things. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you're making a point though of just like you know, uh, Ray's character. Like his whole big thing is the fact that like you know usually there's like supposed to be the strong sensitive type in like these teenage horror movies that most people are like yeah he's just gay and like that was supposed to be like the subject are the subtext joke for a lot of those movies. And then they put it into this one and just made him like very overtly, like overly gay. Yeah. Cause like, like you said, some of those jokes, they do land like the first one with the shirt. That one was funny. The one that I thought was kind of funny was the, no, I'm not going to prison. You know what they do to uh, young, good looking boys like me in prison. Hey, maybe you're right. Maybe we should call the cops. Like, yeah, like that one's that one good. was kind of funny too, but like they took it too far between like, you know, him, putting his finger, like, accidentally, quote-unquote, putting his finger in his friend's ass or, like, uh, saying that he wanted to steal a guy's drawers or, like, having his girlfriend hump him while he's in, uh, while she's in his football uniform and stuff like that. It just took it too far. And, like, it just kind of, like, okay, like, you're beating a dead horse now with this kind of joke. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, another character that I think has a couple of good jokes in there but end up feeling less like jokes and more like the writers are just kind of angry? Um is I don't even remember his name, but like the big Doofy? jock. Oh no! Oh, the jock guy. Yeah. Let me find Whatever him. The fuck his name is. Uh, guy. Well, his name's Greg in the movie, but I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. Nice. Lachlan Monroe. Lachlan. I think Lachlan Monroe. Lachlan Monroe looks like yeah. Yeah. His name's Greg. It's Greg. So like he has a couple of good jokes to where like there's always that over aggressive jock guy in all these movies. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple times where it's like really funny, but then it's taken too far. Um, the one that I think is funny because there's always this scene in these horror movies of like, get your shit together and like shaking them. And he's like strangling her and strangling her. And like, it's funny. And then the dialogue takes it too far. He's like, get it together. You stupid fucking bitch. And like, it takes it one step too yeah. far. Well, yeah, because that was another thing, too, because, like, we take this to our grave and Cindy won't say it. He's like, say it, Cindy! Yeah. And then it's, like, choking her, like, hey, could you, like, let up on her a little bit? And, like, he just keeps on shaking her. That was funny. Whenever he felt like he needed to, like, throw her to the ground and start kicking her, that's whenever it went too far for me. At the fountain? Yeah. I think that one gets saved for me because it does go too far, but then it goes ridiculous and he starts doing wrestling moves. Yeah. And that brings it back for me. Which, the, the ending of that, too, of, like, him doing the powerbomb move on her that... Or not powerbomb. People's elbow, I guess. I don't fucking know wrestling moves. I just know it, what they are when I see them. <laughs> but no, like I said, I think it just... It's... A joke can go on for way too long, and this movie does suffer from making jokes go way too long. Way too long. Way, way, way too long. Um, The story of this is, is, is Scream. Yeah. It's Scream, but then every now and again they throw another movie. I'm not even going to bother saying this. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. It's 
It's you've seen the slasher movies. This is a parody of those. I'm not gonna. It's literally those. I'm not gonna say the story. It, well, there's no reason to even discuss like from yeah. beginning to end the plot. I yeah. mean, the issue is like it's scream, but if it was didn't bad. have a good structure at all, yeah. And <laughs> I know I'm like skipping way to the end. I can't believe this has the audacity to say screams hard to follow. Yeah, like really, guys. Scream was too much for you guys. <laughs> yeah. The thing that has a twist. <laughs> yeah, literally like a twist. Just the one. Yeah. Um there I uh let's talk about like a character that I just I didn't even remember was in the movie quite honestly. And the second that I saw him, it immediately hit me that he was in this whole movie was Dewey. Doofy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can you guys guess what his joke is? Um, it's, uh, he, the joke is that he is, uh, has a mental disability is, is the entire joke. That's it. That's, that's the character is instead of, uh, Dewey just being this, a lovable goofball. Yeah. They just, they made him, um, made him doofy. (laughs) It's bad. It's really, really bad. Uh, I hated every scene with him. I hated every single scene with that character because it just, again, goes back to the thing of it's not like in on any kind of joke. It's just being mean. Yeah. It's just being it mean and It hurtful. is just making fun of the mentally impaired. Yes. It's not. That's that's it. That is the joke is that it's making fun of, making fun of that. And so it's not even fun. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. As soon as I saw it, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do like, which I think is a really great parody of Scream itself, is the Gale Weathers Yeah, character. Gale Hailstorm Hale or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Gale Hailstorm. I think they literally change what it is each Yeah, they time. change, like, the weather that shit. Like, I think that is a great parody of that character, actually. Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, Gale Weathers is already a good parody of news. Yeah. I think it does actually elevate parts of the joke. Uh, I, I'm gonna say I think her peak is the first scene you get with her, yes, but absolutely. um, it's that she's reporting about the death of the high school student, yeah. and she's like, "What an unfortunate tragedy!" And like high school kids are like doing dumb stuff in the back, and she's like, she's getting visibly more frustrated until she just shoots one of them, and then continues talking about how it's such a tragedy. How yeah, <laughs> there's one teen dead, and that's it. <laughs> Two teens dead. Yeah, like that's a good evolution of like the like desensitization of all of that, as well as like the uh again, Gail is. I I'm not gonna give Scary Movie much credit because they're really just riding on the coattails of Scream. Yes, but like Gail is herself a great uh showcase of like how shitty news is. Yeah, and like how they take a part of a lot of the re- reasons we get we end up where we end up. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was actually done mostly well with her character. Yeah. Um, I really like one character's introduction because it's just very silly. The stuff that's, like, super, super silly in this is the stuff I enjoy. Yeah. The stuff that's just, like, this is so fucking ridiculous. And it's, like, not mean-spirited, it's just dumb. It's, like, whenever the love interest character is, like, I don't know why he's always late. He lives so close. And he, like, comes out of the trailer. Right. And, and like, it's names off all the people. And then it just camera pans walk follow pans him walking to the right and then he's just in front of the school in a trailer like that's good because it's so stupid yeah like that's the kind of stuff that works and like that actually is a joke that they keep building on like he 
does his dishes in the school fountain. In yeah. the- no, 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 he was doing laundry yeah. in the fountain. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, that's a good, like, setup and all that. But, like, that stuff is so few and f- far between. And I think there, you got, it really goes to show when, like, we talk about, like, the introductions of a character being, like, the fun part of yeah. the characters yeah. almost yeah. all the time. I feel like out of all the characters from mine, I think one that didn't really overstay their welcome, like they had like the perfect amount of jokes and like the way they're doing it was probably the father. Yeah. I like the father. I mean, like, I like the idea of him. Like, you know, he's like this caring, loving father and like, he's always doing what he can to take care of his, his little girl and everything, but he's just straight up a drug dealer, but yeah. he's talking like in a caring father voice the entire time while saying like, like, well, you know, I got to go on a business trip. Apparently Escobar, um, uh, found some money missing and some people are going to get their toes broken over this. So I got to go and lay low for a little while. Yeah. And then like, it's like, I left you a little something in the coffee can. Like, just remember to step on it before you go and sell it. And like, <laughs> yeah, like, that was actually done well, but I'm they didn't say, overstay like, the welcome with that one. The overprotective father with a super like horrendous job is a very like tried and true good joke. Yeah. Um, I think you see it a lot. There's an anime that got super popular recently called uh spy X family. And the father in that is just, like, a hitman. (laughs) And, like, it's just, like, a super down-to-earth, like, show about, like, an adoptive mother and her family and stuff. But both of the parents are just actual spies and just murder people. So it's modern family (laughs) if uh, they were CIA agents. I think so. Okay. Oh, yeah, that sounds fine. And then (laughs) I can't I remember some random 2000s cartoon. I remember, like, the dad was also just, like, a hitman and... Like, you basically just, you would follow the kids the whole time, and then they would, like, call their dad if they needed help, and, like, he would just be on the job doing a hit. And, like, that was another one that worked pretty well. Kim Possible? I don't know. Kim Possible's <laughs> dad was a normal-ass dude. Kim oh, Possible was the hitman. I don't remember much about Kim Possible. <laughs> she was the She was the You know, man. Nickelodeon's Kim Possible, the one <laughs> where it follows a teenage girl, like, her dealing with her teenage drama while her father murders people in the background. And totally her, Nickelodeon. And her Totally furry Morat. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I think, again, some of it is just, like, I think they end up doing well with some jokes because it's jokes that, like, have been established to work a lot. Yeah. I think sometimes they do have their own joke that works well. Again, like, the Gale Weathers parody works pretty well overall. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I think something to note is that the... uh effectiveness of the characters that work is proportional to how little time they have on screen screen the less they're on screen the better they are when they're there yeah mm-hmm. which is to say that they knew they didn't have much material and they let them only be there for the amount of material they had instead of having to write for all the main characters to where they had no material but had to write the whole movie with those characters still yeah uh let's see some jokes again in this movie that i liked before we just go all in on the negative uh okay the what's what's that one the miss mindy the redhead girl yeah um her scenes at buffy. i think she buffy yes oh, I, yeah. I remember because i said the vampire slayer because i just half expected <laughs> them to have that yeah. um i think in general she's a pretty good character actually uh she is only in a third of the movie roughly i would say yeah um but i think she actually does sell a lot and her scenes are some of the best. There, there's a thing where it's the Miss America teen pageant. Yeah. Um, and like she's like, "All right, I'm gonna do acting for my. I'm gonna uh, do a dramatic reenactment." Yeah. yeah. 
And like, uh, as this happening, her boyfriend's being killed by ghost faced and she, she's like panicking and actually doing that. And everyone's like, Oh my God, she's so good. <laughs> yeah. That part's really good. Yeah. Uh, but it, it goes too long. Yeah. The yeah. Problem. Which is something that this movie suffers a lot from is just overdoing a joke. Yeah. They, they, when a joke hits, they're like, well, we do it for 45 more seconds than we should then. Yeah. yeah. But then like, uh, she's a whatever character tell, uh, her death. Mm-hmm. which is also a really good joke yeah where she just doesn't take Ghostface seriously at all and just is like mocking him the whole time like oh what are you gonna do stab me and then Ghostface stabs her and she's like oh my god wow oh am I I'm gonna show you my blood and I'm gonna scream <laughs> and all I'm, should I go away and like should I break my leg while I'm running away from you yeah and then she just actually decides to break her leg yeah. like I think that's good and, like, the good subversion and everything to the point where she's, like, mocking him and he just cuts off her head. And then she's still mocking him as yeah. a, cor- a decapitated head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that one's good. I think man, this is probably dumb. My favorite joke in the whole movie is when the three characters are talking on the balcony. I'm like, I have, no idea, I have no idea where he could have went. And just you see Ghostface in the background, like, yeah. mopping up. Blood. That's my favorite joke in the I movie. I think that's a good joke, but I think it's one of the things where they showed their hand too much. Because they, like, went and, like, directly showed you, like, hey, guys, look, he's in the background, instead of just, like, letting it be a funny joke where he's in the background. I think that joke would have been much more, well, it's an effective joke, but I think it would have been much better if it didn't, like, cut to him. If it was just him in the background cleaning up and then dragging the body. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been better. Uh, It was one of those things where they, like, didn't trust the audience enough to to look in the background to see the joke. Yeah. I I think that is a big, like, the biggest thing about the movie is it doesn't trust the audience no not at all not even a little bit again like this movie said that scream is confusing and like too subtle apparently they didn't say it's too subtle but that's kind of that's the idea of what they're getting to yeah yeah which scream really (laughs) so like that's the thing so like it takes the already like funny satire of slashers and just dumbs it down to like a high school level yeah um I I think probably, like, per minute, the opening scene is the funniest part of the movie. Yeah. Because it has, like, the most jokes that work per minute or per laugh or whatever out of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, has, it has a, like, really great thing of, like, all the weapons on the thing and a banana, and she takes the banana. Like, it plays on the tropes of horror movies and, yeah. and slashers and stuff like that. Uh, the Jiffy Pop, like, just getting gigantic is great because mm-hmm. it's just it's making fun of the direct source material. That stuff works well. I agree. And then even, well, she she's definitely not a household name as much as she used to be, though, was the fact that you got Carmen Electro, who was, like, right up next to Pam Anderson as, like, a sex symbol back in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Which made it perfect for her to, like, you know, basically be the Drew Barrymore of this You know, movie. this scene, you know what I'm really, really surprised they didn't do? So they did the thing where she, like, ran through the sprinklers and was like, oh, look, hot, sexy lady. Yeah. I'm really surprised they didn't have Ghostface also run through the sprinklers and then, like, beat for beat copy what she did. See, that would have been funnier. That would have been funnier. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's where they're going, and they just didn't. Yeah, that would have been way funnier. They should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but, yeah. And then uh, it goes to, like, the thing where they just reuse too many of the same jokes of, like, uh, it ends with her getting hit by the car of her father. Yeah. And also, oh my gosh, wow, old people having uh, oral sex. Whoa, how funny. A lot of oral sex 
in this. Like, a lot. Like, an obsessive amount of it. <laughs> that was a bit of a joke for a lot of things in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess one last thing that I did like is uh, something I didn't notice as a kid, but I definitely noticed this time watching around, is, like, all the little jokes that they just had, like, written on the walls yeah, in this yeah. movie. Like, corpse high. Like, yeah, corpse high, whenever they go to the lunchroom, is just same old shit, more of the same old shit. Uh, I like that they made the police, uh, yeah, the, um, yeah, I was going to say the police station was founded in 2017 in a movie that was done in the year 2000. I didn't even notice that part. <laughs> it was real quick, but I could have swore it said 2017. What if they just didn't change the, I guess, no, because 2017 wasn't a time yet. Yeah, no, that hadn't <laughs> happened yet. It was in the future. Um, I like the, the sign in the background which I think that's just going to be a joke that works for forever, is just in the police station, um, shoot to kill. Oh, yeah, the uh, like serve and protect, shoot to kill. Yeah. <laughs> that mm. one's good. Um, the fact that in the background, and they, this, I think that's there in the beginning. Again, the first 20 minutes of this movie is probably the best part of the movie. Uh, in the background, they have a joke where they don't, like, throw attention to it. Like, they don't cut to it. When the three main ladies are walking... In the background, you see a van that just says coroner. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It's a subtle, small joke of like a slasher movie thing where, like, man, the coroner's like always here so fast. Like, they would have to, like, and it's just there. Like, that's good. Like, that's a good joke. Yeah. It, like, it's so, again, with the SNL thing, it really does feel like they had, like, they wrote down a, all the jokes they could think of, and then they realized they needed another hour of a movie. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like there's so like the front is genuinely so jam packed with like good jokes. The when it's all the news stations, the last one is like the black people's news station, and they're like a white girl just died over there, and we're getting the hell out of here. Yeah, <laughs> which again, like that's a good subversion because of the trope of the black guy always dies in horror movies. Yeah, um, has has a really good joke in the middle. Or it's actually pretty late in this one. But she's like being chased through the house and goes on the computer and is like, 911, like, what's your emergency? White, white, girl, <laughs> white lady <laughs> in trouble. And just immediately all the cops are like, that's funny. That's great. Because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. I think that might be about all the good jokes. I mean, there's like the stare with Ghostface trying to go up the stairs and she just keeps throwing things at him. Yeah, the hide and seek part, that's good too. Again, like it's good when it's just so insanely dumb that yes. it's funny. Yeah, what that's what works like about it. Yeah, when it's just so 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 stupid. And again, if the it the movie needs to be taking itself pretty seriously. Yeah, and like I don't know if it is sometimes. It's not. No, <laughs> no. Like the the reason the hide and seek one works so well is because both characters are completely earnest during it. Yeah, for sure. That's that's all the great parodies. Have that. It's just people delivering their lines as earnest as possible, but they're ridiculous lines and they're doing ridiculous things. But the but the they don't know they're doing. They don't know they're being ridiculous. Yeah, it goes all the way back to airplane. <laughs> and again, I think that's. I think that is a lot of why the start of the movie works so well. Yeah, especially like the the parody of Scream start of that character is just she's just doing beat for beat the same thing that happened in the scream start except the setting itself is just absurd yes yeah uh everything else is kind of bad yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well like we said before like 
this movie suffers from making jokes go for way too long. Yeah. Uh, I think a good example of that is like whenever he does like the, like the I'm king of the world. Like he's on top of the car and gets hit by a branch. Like that's funny. And then he just keeps on getting hit by other things in the middle of the road. Like that just goes way too far to where like a beehive is stuck on his head. The bee par- beehive part's good. Because it's ridiculous. But. It is, but like that, on top of the fact they had to turn that to another blowjob joke to where he's like stepping on top yep. of Cindy That's the entire the time. and So much of this movie relies on the fact that you're just supposed to be super fucking horny and like be like, I 100% understand this guy who just really wants to fuck his girlfriend. Which, that actually is kind of a parody of, that, that was just a problem with teenage movies in general in the 90s and early 2000s is all of them were just super, super horny. But that's the thing. I don't know if it really is. It really a parody, though, because like they just play it like that. I mean, it's more intense. It, which I think goes into the parody part. I don't think it's terribly funny, but I think they do the parody portion. Yeah, I just don't think they do it well. That's the problem. Which yeah, that goes on to like things that they did well, things that they didn't do well. That's one that they did not do well. Yeah. Um, another thing, like it would have been funnier if they would have made Ray like just more subtly gay and like everyone knows but he's trying to pretend like nobody knows i mean that isn't that just it's ollie sunny yeah that's just mac yeah 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 <laughs> which that's it works there because everyone's like yeah max max gay max and the then, only one doesn't and, know. yeah max the only one's like no i'm not and like, yeah. yeah no you are like we're totally okay with you being gay but you're gay like no look I, i'm i'm super straight like that's funny that's a point too but they way overdo it with this movie yeah like, I think that's the issue is, like, at the end, like, that's the thing. He's like, no, I'm not gay. That's just how I be. And, like, it doesn't feel like the movie's trying to be, like, he's in denial. Because, like, he isn't. He just is like, no, I that's just what I am. And, like, he just gives earnest answers. Yeah. And, like, maybe they were trying to go for that. If they were, they kind of fumbled. I agree. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. And, like... I think the idea that he's not gay makes every single joke so much worse. Yeah. Because it doesn't land. Like, again, if the joke is going to be you used a gay person in, like, the big buff guy who's sensitive, fine. That's whatever. It's it's a tired joke, but, like, it's fine. Yeah. But, like, if you have to go at the end and be like, actually, he's not gay because it would be gay if he was gay (laughs) and like that's the thing that's the stuff about 2000 that's so annoying yeah it's because it's always like hey guys these guys kind of gay huh they're not though guys they're 100 heterosexual yeah and if you if you disagree uh we will kill you yeah yeah that's a lot of 2000s humor i think the movie that did the um best job of like a character was gay and, like, there's subtle hints throughout the whole thing of them being gay, and at the end they're like, yeah, I'm gay. Paranormal. I was going to say yeah. paranormal. I think that's <laughs> genuinely one of the best because there's, like, you can get gather that through the whole thing. Yeah. And then it isn't, like, a big reveal even. No. It's just, it like, just, oh, yeah, my boyfriend would love this. Uh, oh, sure. Not even that. Like, it's literally just, hey, would you like to go for a movie? And, like, she says whatever movie, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, let, you know let me take my boyfriend. He loves those kinds of movies. And then it just, she just walks away. Yeah. And I like again, doesn't like bring it up, and it just works perfectly well because it's just not the joke. Isn't that he's gay? Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, he just is gay. The joke is that she was trying so hard to get him, and he was gay, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah, so yeah. she never had a chance to begin with. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's funny. Yes, 
man, Paranorm's Paranorm is great. <laughs> Probably the best uh, Tim Burton type thing. It was, it was it was Burton, wasn't it? It was or not. It was oh. like it was Leica. Leica, yeah, there. Yeah. It's probably not the best Leica though, because there's so many good Leica films. There's a lot of good Leica. Um But yeah, again, like that's it's just such a thing where you can't have your cake and eat it too. Because mm-hmm. you can't like have every joke be that he's gay and then say actually he's not gay. But also have the super straight guy actually be gay because the joke then is that he's gay. And it's like Maybe it would work. I think it would work if they were both, in fact, gay and were in a secret relationship. And that works for the scream aspect. Yeah. I don't think it's a funny joke, but, like, it makes it work. Yeah. Instead of at the end just being like, I am gay. I'm not gay. And then that the, jo- the joke, again, is just like, he's gay. Isn't that funny? He's gay. Yeah. It's just like, I, I, I mean... I know I'm not the target audience because I'm not like a super heterosexual dude. In fact, Nor are not you any heterosexuality because I'm just ace. <laughs> but like, I don't get what the joke ever is supposed to be. That it's like slightly different than gender norms then? Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. That was, I hate to say it, like in the early 2000s, it was like, if you weren't just like super heterosexual, you were just meant to be made fun of to everyone else. Yeah. That was just kind of the joke. Yeah. And on a similar vein, you know, actually, let's do Doofy. Let's go to the worst of each part. The gay stuff's bad, but, like, it's not abhorrent. It just, like, it's just in bad taste. And, again, sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. The Doofy stuff is just bad. It never works. It doesn't work. And, like, it's literally always... Hey, you guys know what's funny? The mentally impaired. Isn't it funny that he's in special ed? And it's like, no. Why would it be? Yeah. And that's that's it. That's the entire that's the entire character. But again, they do the thing where they want to have their cake and eat it too, and it there's a twist at the end that he's actually a normal hot guy. Yeah, and also uh unnecessarily parodies the usual suspects because that was a very popular ending at the time because it was a huge twist ending in that movie and it's almost shot for shot just of that uh bad though but done poorly yeah because again it's already really in bad taste that that's the joke now the joke is that he was pretending to be a mentally impaired kid yep the whole time yeah. Which takes it from bad taste to just like, that's just kind of fucked up. Yeah, just straight up offensive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And the, well, I mean, maybe people feel differently, but like, I feel like the most offensive is Miss Man. Yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, even easy. in the early 2000s, that was super offensive. I think that in the early 2000s, it was skimmed over by a lot of people. Um, I mean, I remember bringing up that it was super offensive even back then. I'm like, calm down, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, the whole part of that is the implication that a man would pretend to be a girl in order to get closer to younger females to have sex with them. That is the joke. And not only is that the joke, they bring up the second joke 
of the implication that they also did it to gain an edge in sports. Yeah. So all of the extremely terrible and quite frankly harmful stereotypes of trans people. Yeah. That they're perverted and want to overpower women. The talking points that you'll hear on Fox News for 24 hours straight. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just bad. It's just straight up bad. There's not a good part in that scene whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not good. There's not much more you can say about it. It's no, just, it's, it's just, just it's, it's just not good. No, and that's the thing. It's one of those things where like you you some people like oh you're kind of nitpicking, but it's like it is these things are so much of the movie ultimately. Yeah, Miss Man is the least of the movie, but that's still like 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes, somewhere in that range. Yeah. It's just awful. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, there's, I don't like the character because of the, of a, I'm, I'm going to go to another character. Yeah. yeah the yeah. police officer. Um, who the keep, detective or the, the lead one. The lead sheriff. Yeah, lead sheriff. Yeah. Um, I don't like the implications of his joke, but I like the joke because it's silly when he's like, hey, take a look at these photos, see if you like recognize the, the killer at all, and it's just like him posing. Well, he doesn't even underwear. say that. He's just like, can you take a look at these and tell me what you think? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, And like, I just like the delivery of it. I don't like the joke because of the implication, though. Like, that part annoys me. Yeah. Um. Because, like, how about this? This one? She's like, nope. He's like, okay, okay. Like, just one more time. Okay. Just thought I'd try. All right. Like, honestly, it'd be better if it was just, like, childlike paintings that he did. And he's, like, trying to be like, hey, yes. can I make it as an artist? That'd be funnier. Yeah. Yes. That, that or if funny. it was just, just extremely bad fashion. Yeah. 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 Like, if it was, like he was wearing, I, like, he was wearing, like, really brightly colored windbreakers yeah. or something. I was going to say, I think a modern version of that joke is like if he's wearing like a trench coat and a trilby and like doing the like <laughs> the bull lady yeah like i think that's the thing and it's like mm-mm, not not feeling it yeah. but like yeah and it's just another thing where it's like isn't it funny that guys aren't supposed to wear speedos well i think more of the joke is he wants to fuck her yeah and that's the part i don't like <laughs> considering it's pretty problematic that you hear online all the time of like men just like randomly sending their nudes to women who just never asked for them to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't I don't know if I have much more to say about this movie. I mean, we honestly. could go over like some of the kills. I mean the jock guy just kinda died. I guess we haven't talked a lot about the uh I know what you did last summer portion. I mean it's that part of the movie. Yeah, it's, yeah it's pretty that. much the jock part of the movie is like the I know what you did last summer yeah. portion of it. I guess like Again, to, like, bring it back to, like, a four on the level of, like, energy anymore. Uh, Like, I think it is a good joke that, like, they hit him, they hit the guy in the car, and he's just completely fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it keeps being absurder and absurder versions of why he keeps getting knocked out. Yeah. Because, like, they're all drinking because they're dumb teens and whatever, and, like, they toss the... Like, he gets off, he's like, I'm fine. Guys, you're... I'm fine. You like, can- I'm just gonna put my boot on, I'm gonna walk away. We don't even have to ever talk about this. But, like, they toss the whiskey <laughs> bottle. What are we going to do about the alcohol? Well, we'll get rid of it. And throws yeah. it behind him and yeah. hits him in the head. <laughs> that yeah, part is good. Out. And then, like, 
this as when they're like trying to get him out to the uh to the back of the car to like you know toss him into the ocean as as one does as one does um but like there's one part that's really funny is like when they're pu- trying to like get a hold of him his legs move like he, he's yeah. still conscious clearly yeah uh but when they put him in the car they like keep trying to slam it like it won't shut because you know that funny that classic trope and it's because he's trying to get out yeah. until like the jock guy just slams it down on him yeah that, that part's good yeah that part is like, good. It, again like it really feels like they just wrote down a bunch of jokes and didn't even bother spacing them out even. Yeah. I guess the the cinema thing's pretty good. That's it, another I joke that gets taken too far. It goes yeah. too long, but I do like it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good setup. Um, Well, specifically, I should say uh, killing the woman is the yeah. good part I like. I don't like the bathroom part. No, that um, part's... No, well, there that, is one good part in there. One is like the urinal uh, yeah. thing, target thing. Like the you go to an amusement park or whatever, and there's all those squirt guns, and you shoot the target, and then the horses go up or whatever. Yeah, there's that, but urinals, which like everybody's made that joke forever. It's just good, it's classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the glory hole thing was taken a bit too far, though. Yep, it's yep. So again, it's just the thing of like, guys, he's gay. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the in the theater part, whenever like it's also classic Scream Two opening. Yeah, uh, made me afraid of movie theater uh, bathrooms till I was like twenty one. <laughs> um, and then you just had you had a completely different reason to be so scared of movie theater. Yeah, and then a whole new reason. It's great. Um, but yeah, like she's in the theater, and then everyone's annoyed at her talking, so they also like stab her, so they have pizza. Yeah. It's great. It yeah. goes too long, but it's... It does go yeah. too long. The one funny part about that, though, is that uh, both Mother Teresa and the Pope attack her. <laughs> yeah. And Buddha, or a monk, and, like, all Like, people all who are peaceful. known for being peaceful yeah. are the ones who are attacking her because she's uh, talking too much in a movie theater. <laughs> I also like that they keep listing different movies that she ruined, yeah. so this is apparently just a common occurrence with her. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Like, yeah, like, that's a good joke, and, like... Especially that, like, Scream's getting ready to stab her, and then just the person next to her just takes the knife to do it. Yeah, give me that thing. And, like, it's a, it's a good setup. I think it's probably the best of the kills, like, especially with what it's parodying. Yeah. Um, I guess we kind of have completely avoided talking about a very specific character. I don't remember his name. It's, like, Bud or Buzz or some joke about being oh. high. Oh. Uh, the other Wayne's brother. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shorty is his name. Uh, yeah. yeah, uh, just stoner. His stuff. joke is he's all he's high guys. Yeah, which, all the time in the early two thousands. Fuck, that was enough to make a whole movie. Is just them being high, and that was good enough because honestly, it was a weird thing to where weed was super relevant in the nineties and early two thousands. I mean, it's still super relevant now, but like as a teenager, thing it was a huge faux pas. It was still widely illegal everywhere. But everybody did it. I also like you say the 2000s as if the 80s and 90s weren't also just full of teen smoking pot. Not, in, not, not as much. Well, they, it was there, but it wasn't like characterized as like, this is what teens do. Like, this mm. is what a teenager is. They smoke pot, they sit around. And like, the 90s stuff and early 2000s, like, that's what everyone just agreed. Like, that's what teenagers do, I guess. I don't know. Because adult, adults don't know anything. No. We adults don't know <laughs> shit. They also don't know what weed does. No, no. Um, I mean, this is also around the time that, like, they were doing, like, the anti-weed advertisements of just, like, someone getting high and then k- 
killing someone within vehicular manslaughter, like yeah, getting really stoned and pulling their dad's gun out of there. Uh, his cabinet and then accidentally shooting his friend and like yeah. having those as like anti-weed commercials. I remember my health teacher showed us the one where it's like a series of commercials of the like guys in the drive-thru where they con- keep like saying more dumb high shit. Yeah. Until the last one where he's like, oh fuck, I didn't even remember my wallet and they just drive off and hit a kid. But the thing is it's so funny because of the timing of every joke especially they accidentally made an extremely funny dark joke is the issue yeah <laughs> quite frankly they genuinely made a really funny dark joke yeah i'm gonna have to look those ads up yeah i mean <laughs> it's just it's like a minute of them making d- saying dumb high things in yeah. a drive-thru and then the like two seconds yeah but yeah uh, but yeah, the stoner comedy was a huge, huge thing in the early 2000s for sure. Yeah. Um, and other oversaturations of the early 2000s, yeah. if we're being honest. I, Absolutely, actually. I think the closest they get to like actually doing funny jokes is when Scream finally gets to the stoners. Yeah. I think that works because they finally thought about a joke. Yeah. Instead of just their smoking. Um, but yeah, like it does that, uh... It's there's a decent joke about using the fish tank as a bong. Yeah, I mean that's just I could see the stoner just doing that. Yeah, yeah. So. And like <laughs> I think the what it the thing that makes it finally work is like they do the thing where like uh, all the people are like doing the circle like trying to rap battle, rap battle. There we go. And like they're all like high and saying stupid shit, and it ends with Scream being like saying his rap while like swinging around the hook because you know I know what you did last summer. Yeah. And all of the, all of them except for Shorty died from that. And Shorty's like, "Yo, that was the illest shit I've ever seen, uh, or heard, or whatever." Yeah. Uh, and then all his friends are dead. Like that one works. That works as a yeah. joke. Yeah. And I, I think that's one of the best things I've ever seen from a stoner comedy. Oh, really? I, I, I still think like the height of stoner comedy for me is "Dude, Where's My Car." I guess. Yeah. I guess sometimes I forget that that technically is a stoner comedy because yeah. like. I think of when you're, like, actually allowed to just constantly show characters smoking oh, from, yeah. like, the late 2000s. Yeah. Like, like when I think of Stoner Comedy, I start to think of, like, how you're allowed to depict it in things like that that 80s show or whatever. The actual that 70s show? That 70s yeah. show. Oh, yeah. There was a spinoff called That 80s Show, and I don't think it even lasted a single season. No, I think it got canceled after seven episodes. Yes, yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, that- I also learned, actually, there was a UK-specific version of That 70s Show. They recasted all the actors, but it was the same exact dialogue. Huh? Weird. It's not as it's I not mean, good. <laughs> weird. Uh, that ninety show is pretty good, by the way. I heard. Yeah, it's actually fun. I haven't seen it yet. It's just fun. It's a fun little sitcom. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the you got. To, I don't even know if this is like relevant or even know what it is, but you got to see the origins of the was up thing. Yeah, I, which I, I mean, I knew it came from this. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think th- I don't know if E knows this, but it actually became like a very popular Budweiser ad. I remember that, so time. you do got to remember, I did use YouTube around this time. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> like, I this was before YouTube had actually, like, <laughs> correct copyright <laughs> strikes and stuff. Sure. So it was just constantly, like, people uploading copyrighted materials. And- Not even, like, just straight up, like, here's a scene from the movie. Yeah. Which still happens, but, like, now it's more likely to be the actual company and yada yada. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I've seen that scene because it was just always uploaded a lot and, like, shared around on, like, MySpace and Facebook. (laughs) 
MySpace. Yeah. It's it's really funny for me to like think of like MySpace being a thing that's like a joke nowadays when I used it, when I actually did use it. Yeah, yeah. MySpace was bad. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't I liked that the, bad. I liked a lot of the like things it let you do. Like it basically was just let you make an HTML thing. Yeah, it boy lets you make HTML. Yeah. And the only thing that still does that is Tumblr. But Tumblr also has a lot of its slew of issues. Yeah, yeah. I don't like like the the sterilization of social media. I should I guess is what I'm kinda getting at. I agree. I, I think that it's all fairly uh bland, blase. But I think we should get on to our uh, final thoughts on Sky yeah, movie here. Yeah, that's fair. Because, well, if, when we just start talking about anything, it's it's over, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, E, let's go. Let's start with you again. Final thoughts. I feel like we pretty much know. but It is such a garbage movie. I generally... It, it's, it's either offensive or boring most of the time. It's the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. And, like... I know people are like, oh, it's sensitive snowflakes and yada yada, but it's like, this is like the lamest jokes you could possibly make, even. Yeah. Like, it is insane how popular this is, and it's probably like a cat chasing it. This is just all the jokes that were these around at this time anyways. None of these like feel like new jokes. I feel like I've seen most of these jokes before this movie came out. Maybe. I mean, it came out in 2000. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's just so awful and so nothing of a movie. You could have, this movie could be erased from existence and I think humanity would actually benefit because we might still get parody movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. God, I feel like we have to show you two now because I think two I is need so to, much worse. I mean, we got to complete I mean, the cycle ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just. It's just so nothing. If this could have been a 10-minute YouTube skit. It would have been better if it were. It would have been better because they would actually have to figure out the plot. This this is like bad. This is like a sub-tier college humor skit. I was about to say college humor, yeah. It's like a <laughs> sub-tier college humor shit. shit. Yeah, actually, yeah. It's a <laughs> sub-tier college humor shit. And it's just so aggravating especially like people saying like this is i mean i know you believe that uh three is the height but a lot of people say this is like the height of these movies and god that sounds awful the fan base for scary movie the popular opinion is one and two are amazing and then the rest are terrible because the waynes weren't involved uh which by the way the waynes were not involved after two uh good they did not own any of the rights to any of it and it was kind of swept out from under them uh, slightly less good. I I never f- agree with like the screwing over of uh, artists, even if I don't like their work. Yeah. Um. And so then they just went with other people to continue making them, and then the, he went on to make uh haunted house or whatever the fuck it was called. House on the hill. Of- he made a couple of um. I I can't think yeah. of the names of them off the top of my head, but made two haunted house movies actually. Yeah. And then he made. I he made like a paranormal parody? activity. One, uh, he, yeah, a paranormal activity parody. I think he made a Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, parody. Fifty Shades of Black, I think it was. What it was yeah, called. yeah, uh, yeah. He he kept trying. It didn't work. No, and then parodies died. And parodies died. I, 
that we really just don't get parodies in. There's the Sherlock Holmes one is the last one I that I would say is like actually a parody. And people fucking hated it. It was awful. People fucking hate it. I need to watch it still. People hated it. If your movie is so bad people leave the theater, you you fucked up. Yeah, I've never left a theater still. So. I'll do uh, it one day. <laughs> anyway. Today is not that day. But yeah. Um this might sound like a weird rating for me to give it after saying this is the worst thing I ever watched. I'm giving it a two because there is some good visual humor and there's some good jokes. Okay. This is a movie to be cut up and posted as a YouTube clip. Yeah, yeah. That that would be the perfect way to consume this. All right, Robbie. So I'm um, somewhat in agreement with E on this one. Like, there's a lot of jokes. Like, I still say this movie is like very much just a time capsule of the 2000s. Uh but because of the time capsule it means it just doesn't really work 20 years later. Like one good example is that there's that joke of like, you know, the guy um, takes a ladder and like goes up into her room and they're making out. And then the lead actor from Dawson's Creek goes up the ladder and goes, oh, wrong set. And then goes back down in the early 2000s. That was funny because Dawson's Creek was still like in Fucking the zeitgeist. Huge yeah, too. it was huge. I think didn't that show go on for like nine or ten seasons? Yeah, and like everybody in it was the biggest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, exactly. Years. And like they literally paid that guy just like, well, oh, wrong set, and then walk out. And like, I've never even heard of. Dawson's yeah, and that's Creek. the thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Because he didn't watch it in the early two thousands. That joke does not land anymore. I there's literally a said, of them. Oh, there's a reference I don't get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like that's the thing is like you. Sh- show this to your kids. They're not going to know who Dawson's Creek is. Like, no. unless you actually sit them down and make them watch nine seasons of a show for a fucking 10 second joke. In I this like movie. the idea. Like you need to know all the lore of Dawson's all Creek of it. before you watch scary movie. He's so good. That's what I would be. That's why I can't be a parent. <laughs> it reminds me of a dumb joke from a YouTuber. I watch where like at the start of the video, they just said, all right, if you guys haven't seen all Sopranos, go ahead and pause this video now and come back after seeing all of it. And then they're like, all right, now that you've seen all of it, that's a good show, right? Anyways, and it just <laughs> n- n- didn't matter. <laughs> they just like wanted you to watch it because it's a good show. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> but like I said, because it is like so much a time capsule of the year 2000, like that joke doesn't land anymore. Mm-hmm. And this movie is filled with jokes like that. Like some of them do land, some of them don't land, and that's a problem. And then it has that problem of a lot of jokes going too, like either too far or going on for too long, and. It just, even for its time, was offen- just offensive for the sake of being offensive because early 2000s, if you're being offensive, oh, you're being funny now. And, like, that was just a thing of the 2000s. And it doesn't land as much now. Some jokes still do land. So there are some funny moments. Uh, some of the stuff that's just kind of hidden in the background is still kind of funny. Uh, some stuff is just offensive for the sake of being offensive. But it is very much a time capsule of itself. Uh, the more I thought about it, the more I do agree with E of, like, it would probably be a, a net positive for humanity if Scary Movie didn't exist. Not because of Scary Movie, but because of all of the other parodies that happened afterwards, though. Like, the disaster movies and date movies. Epic and movie. Epic movie. Uh, the Shriek, if you know what I did last summer. The, um... Oh, fuck, what's this? There's one that has, Spartans. like, a... Uh, it's making fun of Judd Ap- or Apatho movies, and, like, it's, like, all of his movies made oh, into, yeah. like, one title, and, like dumb parodies like that and like basically made it to where parodies just aren't a thing anymore because it got super oversaturated and the like nobody wants to deal with it anymore because those movies just got really 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 bad after a while and it did start with scary movie it generally is saying something if you cause the death of a genre yeah yeah and this was the start of that death of of a genre 
And so I do kind of agree with E of just like it might be a net positive for movies if Scary Movie didn't exist. That being said, some of the jokes are still funny. I do agree that most of it is just like cut up and put into YouTube shorts is like probably the best way to see some of the better jokes in this movie because some do go on way too long. Uh, I think one good example, which had a funny uh, payoff at the very end, but I feel like went on for too long was like the I'm doing a dramatic reading and like does like the he's being killed up there and everyone believes that he's that she's just acting really well. Yeah. I feel like that joke went on for too long, but the payoff of like them throwing roses at her and someone throws an entire vase of roses at her, that was a good joke. But it didn't need, you know, five minutes of her going, he's killing, he's being killed up there, over and over again, you know? Yeah. So, I guess I'll give it a four? (laughs) Like, there are good parts of this movie, but overall, it's just in a time capsule of 2000s, and it just kind of stayed there. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's, most of the material does not work here. It just, it just doesn't. They get so close to understanding what they're going for at some parts, and then they just fail, or when they do really understand what they're going for, they go for too long. Yeah. Which is a huge thing that I think a lot of sketch medians and, uh, smaller like skit kind of stuff falls into a lot of the time is that they feel like they have to stretch like this is the joke we have to do this for six minutes because that's the joke and that's what we're writing and that doesn't work with a film because it kills pacing whenever you're like okay here's a skit in the middle of this thing that's going to be the joke for six minutes and then you have to keep to being a movie though yeah that's the thing which, once again, worked really well whenever they were doing In Living Color because it's a sketch. If a five-minute sketch doesn't work, then you can move on to the next sketch and it's fine. It doesn't yeah. ruin the entire episode. Yeah, but when it's a movie, it's part of a movie. It's part of the whole picture. All of it needs to work. Maybe not all of it because even in Airplane, Blazing Saddles, stuff like that, there's some stuff that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, you're like, this is a movie, and even if I don't, like this joke or I don't get this joke, it still feels like a structured film. It feels like I'm still getting a story out of this. You don't get that here. You have to literally have seen or at least absorbed through the zeitgeist the movies and the almost direct dialogue and jokes sometimes to even understand that they're making a joke. And that's the part that it just really sucks because... Whereas I think it's a little more subtle in this, it's very, very quickly, I think, in Scary Movie 2, you see that they felt, I don't know, some kind of pressure, I think just because of the amount of money they made, yeah, or what, but like, the just, here's a random thing now, kind of comedy, hits real hard in Scary Movie 2. Yeah, and I feel like Scary Movie 2, speaking of that... I think that one is also more so offensive just for the sake of being offensive. Absolutely. And, like, it does suffer from the same problem of, like, certain jokes go on for way too long. And uh, this isn't really going to ruin Scary Movie 2. I think a good example is the scene with the turkey. Yeah. Where, like, you know, it's, he has a gross hand and he keeps touching the turkey with his gross hand. And then they take it way too far with that one wherever they just keep on adding on to it with the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It, I mean... Ian, you said it well. The creation of Scary Movie wound up killing a genre 
that was a niche genre. It's not like it was like thriving. There weren't like dozens no. of them everywhere. They you would got, pop like, up one every couple of years, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like Naked Gun was holding the torch basically for like parody films, and even then, you didn't get a lot of those very often. And then he had one every single year after Scary Movie. After Scary Movie, you had sometimes two or three a year. It got really bad. It got to where there were so many parodies of the movies themselves that it almost felt like enough stuff wasn't coming out to justify another parody of a thing. Like I feel like there was actually even parodies of parodies at one point. There were. Yeah, yeah there absolutely were. I mean... It got to a point that some of the writers literally admitted they didn't even watch the movie they were parodying. Yeah. They just did a joke with it. And you can tell. And, like, you know, scary movies and stuff, I think that a lot of the stuff they do doesn't mesh well sometimes. Later parody movies were literally just, this movie meets this movie. Yep. That was it. Do a whole movie with that. Yeah. My... My favorite parody movie of this era, and probably not much of a surprise to, admit, to to you guys, I don't know, people listening, but to you guys at least, is Not Another Teen Movie. I think that is the best That one parody. did it well. I think that's the best parody movie of the era. Post-2000s parody. Yes, post-2000s parody. I thought it was 99. It might have been 99. Yeah. It was around that time period, though. 99 is just like the honorary 2000. <laughs> yeah, just like... Up to 2004's honorary 90's. <laughs> it's just, they are all one Kinda. year, really. But yeah, it just doesn't do enough of the things that parodies do well, well. And the things that it does poorly, it does worse than almost everything else out there in the world. It's, it's not good. There are some things that hit, but most of it doesn't. Uh, I am going to copy Robbie's score, and I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I think most of this movie is awful. But, but there are a couple good jokes. There are some good jokes, and you can tell that, at least behind the scenes, they still think they're trying to make a movie. There you go. That's it. That's our thoughts on Scary Movie 1. Wow. Can't wait for people to yell at us, because we didn't like movie they probably watched once 20 years ago. <laughs> that is something that people told us a lot of when it came to the offensive humor of this movie. Get over it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, E. Hello. If people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. Gives you a link to all our social medias and our podcast areas and our Twitch stream where every Wednesday and Saturday at least we play video games. I think both are just up in the air at the moment. Kinda? Yeah, by the time this goes up, Robbie should be done with Anodyne. Uh, and by the I'll time do this, my best. And by the time this goes up, I will hopefully not be playing Ninja Gaiden Sigma. <laughs> not because I beat it, but because it's Ninja Gaiden Sigma. And I am only a human being. Dry is actually <laughs> this, just going to go back to Ninja Gaiden on the NES, a far, far more <laughs> forgiving video game. I don't, it's not more I don't think it is, actually. It's, it's not more for, neither of them are forgiving. They're just full of bullshit that you can't fight against. I hate it. I hate Ninja Gaiden. I've learned I hate Ninja Gaiden now. This is, ugh. I hate to say it, it makes me want to play it more. Go, do it, Robbie. <laughs> Fuck, I double dare you. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up next, I'll bring my death counter up and compare it to E's Half-Life death counter. It would be much less, but it would be so much boring. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, is you die less, but when you die, there's so many loading screens, and you have to work to get back to the part you died at. It's bullshit, I fucking hate it. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, if you guys want us to beat it, we'll do a charity event where you can give us money to beat video games we didn't. Yeah, if you beat. throw money at Jiraiya, he'll beat the game. Also, but... it'd be only Jiraiya because <laughs> Jiraiya's the only one who's quit so far. Yeah, yeah, I've quit two games now, haven't I? God, yep. how much would it would you want to beat fucking Outer Wilds? Oh, you would have to do it in one sitting, I guess. To and they would have to give you the money directly. Five thousand. for Outer Wilds, uh, $200 for Ninja Gaiden Sigma. That's fair. That seems fair. Because I at least enjoy the feeling of combat in Ninja Gaiden Sigma. At this point, I don't know if I enjoyed anything about Outer Wilds. Fuck that game. (laughs) All right. Robbie. Yo. Get us out of here. So. uh, I guess first we should do is apologize to E for making him watch this movie. (laughs) I had to get around to it. Yeah, we yeah. had to get there eventually. He's going to watch the second one now. Oh, boy. I'll probably actually uh, I'll, I'll, I'll apologize uh, beforehand for us making you watch that movie. But other than that, thank you guys for sticking with us for listening to this episode. Uh, <laughs> three guys just being like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. It, the movie's 23 years old now. Yeah. I had to think about that you for a second. it from existence. <laughs> thank you for joining us on this journey. Thank you for being a part of this. Uh, whether you've been with us since the very beginning or this is the first time you listen to us. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. We'll be back with more things next week. A very special, uh, I guess very special. Uh, it's a whole thing next week for our 150th episode. Yeah, we're watching a 150-year-old movie. Woo! <laughs> uh, if that existed, that would be interesting. That, yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be real hard to find a movie for our 200th episode. <laughs> <laughs> We just look at we just look at like a painting. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.